welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, aka MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are stalling for time. <laughs> the Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate, to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. Yay! Yay! We are only one day off of trying to do one every month. Yay! <laughs> Although we were going to do it last week, and then my plans changed, and Kelsey was very accommodating, so. Oh, yes. And last week, I was still quite, quite ill, too, so I don't think it would have worked out anyways. Oh. Did I tell you that I got sicker after I saw you? <laughs> no. Oh, yes. I've been very, very ill for about three weeks now. It's not great. But I did see you on the one day that I felt good. <laughs> which is fantastic. Well, I, you know what? I'm really happy to hear that. I'm glad that that was a good day for you. That was a good day for me, too. Yeah. I still wore my mask as much as I could during that time. But, yeah, it just hasn't, just hasn't been great for for the old gal over here for a while. But let's talk about when we saw each other. It was in Calgary. Um, a cut three weeks ago, I guess, mm-hmm. three, two and a half weeks ago, uh, we went to see John Mulaney. We sure did. At Saldo. And, uh, he was very funny. He was very funny. I really enjoyed his openers as well, especially that Ricky guy. Um. Yeah, they were, the openers were very good. It's, it, it's, it's always very funny to me. How when you're at a live performance of something and wherever you are, they shit on the last city that they were in. Mm -hmm. And lucky for us, the last show they played was in Winnipeg. And Winnipeg is just such an easy target. It really is. And that provided, I think, a lot of... A lot of crowd being on their side energy for the evening. But, um, yeah, it was a lovely night out with adults. Her friend Jess was there and her friend, whose name I've already forgotten. Nikki. Nikki, thank you. And then Chris also came with us. Yeah, it was uh, it was good. Uh, we learned that I can't read, so that's fun. Oh, that was a fun night. What? Do you, oh, my God. Yes, you tell this story, please. Okay, so for whatever reason, anyway, so it was a phone-free event, which I do appreciate because it's nice to go to something where, like, when the lights are out, you can't see the glare of people's phones. Um, or people, obviously, trying to record stuff or whatever. Um, and so, but the problem is your tickets, of course, are on your phone. And so they there was a person who was paid to write down seat numbers uh, on a sticky note, basically. Um, and, uh, I just read it wrong. So I read, uh, that we were in whatever section we were in, but it wasn't that. And then, so, uh, fortunately nobody came and sat down in the seats that we were in. We just happened to not sit with Jess and Nikki, um, cause they missed the train. Um, anyway, it was a whole thing. Uh, it was fun. We still had a great time. Uh, every, everybody had lots of laughs. It was a good time, but, uh, it was just kind of funny. I just thought it was so funny because we were on, <laughs> well, I don't, well, I don't know. There's a lot of ways that I weaponize my generalized anxiety disorder, but I was just on like 
pins and needles all night being like, where are they? <laughs> are we gonna, are we gonna find out that something horrible happened to them? And then we were the fucking wrong people in the wrong spot. Like, well, and of course, because you don't have your phone, like, this is the thing because you don't have your phones. And like, I don't ever turn like the vibrate on my phone or anything. Like it's always on silent. And so just texted me, but like, I didn't know because my phone was like locked up in a and a yonder pouch, but it was in my bag, so I didn't notice that. I didn't know that she had texted me or whatever, and it was fine. We were sitting, they were sitting, everything was fine. Um, I wasn't overly stressed out about it, but it was just kind of funny that like I misread the the tickets and then um, misread them into empty seats. Ultimately, yes, <laughs> and that's the best part. That is insane. Like, it, by no means was the Saturday full. No. What did they say? Like 6,000 people or something like that. But the... Which I understand why they book the Saddle Dome for that. Because otherwise they'd have to do like a few nights at the Jube or whatever to fill that same amount of seats for yeah. the amount of tickets that they were going to sell. But I... Yeah. I just found that so funny that we wound up in a completely empty row. Completely yes, like empty. Yeah, there were people on the one side of us, but there was a couple seats, and then, like, behind us, there's like, literally nobody on the other side. And there was probably still another, like, 12 seats yes. in that row. So insane. And I remember we are like, the opener had started, so the lights are down. And we're trying to, like, find our way to our row. And, of course, like, we don't have phones to shine our way, so we have no fucking clue what number the seats are. I remember the people in front of us saying... Oh, just so you know, we're seats 12, 13, 14. I was like, oh, thanks. I usually have a flashlight for this, but they took our fucking phones from us. Like, <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. So annoying. Do you, like, um, was the reason behind taking it because primarily his set was about rehab? And I there's, like, ethical... It- questions related to that in terms of broadcasting it in a sense i mean maybe but i also know that when he first started like doing shows after he got out of rehab it's because he's been doing this stuff for like a while now Mm -hmm. um it was the same thing like at small clubs they were just like taking phones and oh okay and whatever so i think it was i think it's also like proprietary like so that if he does film a special then it's not out there yeah Already, because like there's, I mean, that that's the one thing about stand up. I think that is different than lots of other kinds of performances. Is like once the joke's out, the joke's out. Like it doesn't matter if you see an acoustic version of a Harry Styles song. Yeah. Right, because he's gonna do another acoustic version another night, and it's gonna sound a little bit different, whatever. But I think with jokes like that, like you can only like it's only really really funny the first time. Yes, true. And so, you know, keeping the phones away, I think, is a way to protect the material more than anything else. Absolutely. Like, it's his intellectual property, for sure. And I totally get that. The, I think just the challenging part was, as a viewer, (laughs) we had someone watching our baby, and it's not the regular person we have, so we're just like, okay, after 7.30... I won't be able to hear from you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hope it all goes well. Bye bye now. 
But, like, you got to think, though. I was, th- you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that, like, not, you know, in- intently or anything. But, like, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Ten years ago, this is not an issue. Yeah. Like, when yeah. I was a kid, my parents would go out and the neighbor, like, one of the neighbor girls would, would babysit. And she was only, like, four or five years older than I was. Um... And so, like, when I was younger, it was my grandparents. And as I got older, it would be just the neighbor. And she would, you know, whatever, come over. And she'd always let me stay up way past my bedtime. Um, And then when the garage door would open, (laughs) we would hear it. And she'd be like, okay, go to bed. (laughs) So, like, that was, like, our thing. (laughs) And, um, but, like, we never, unless my parents were, for some reason, going to be super late, um, we, they never called. And, like, Mm -hmm. nothing ever happened. You know what I mean? And so, like... There, I understand why it's a thing to, like, think about now. But, yeah, like, we never, when we were kids, that was, like, never a concern. But, see, I don't know how many times your parents left you when you were, like, an infant. You know what I mean? Like, I think well, that's a bit different. Well, grandparents. Yeah. And, like, and my grandparents were in the city and, you know, so I think that's, that's you know, different. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, it was, it was a fun night. I laughed a lot. I mean, we laughed, laughed a lot. We laughed a lot. It was a nice little visit. It was lovely to see you, especially in my city, which seems to be where we see each other most often for whatever reason. <laughs> I have learned that the highway runs much more frequently south than it does north. Is yeah. What yeah, um, it does. That's for sure. Like, and I understand this is <laughs> I'm not like trying to be a dick or anything. I get it. You've, you're busy and you've got a child and there's things going on. But like all of my other friends who live in Calgary, um, the highway doesn't seem to run the other way for them yep. either. So it's okay. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but that's how it do. Yeah, once, it seems like once you're down there, you're trapped and you just never leave. Yeah. Megan. <laughs> So like I'm gonna not. You mean with a house and a baby and a dog? Oh, all that sounds terrible. (laughs) And you're in Calgary, like. Are you currently having snowpocalypse too, or is it just us? Uh, it started to snow a little bit, except it hasn't really frozen yet, so it's like about zero degrees, so it's like rain snow. So tomorrow morning is gonna be a nightmare. Oh shit! Yeah, that doesn't sound. Apparently, though, we're supposed to get like 15 centimeters before Thursday afternoon. Yep, 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 yep. Sounds like us. It's been going since about noon, I think, here. It's been going hard. Yeah, I went out. There was a package from Amazon on my front step, and I went out to get it, and it was, like, not really snow. Like, not. it didn't look like snowflakes in the air, but there was, like, stuff accumulating on the grass and whatnot, so. Well, it's... The spooky season has over, and mm-hmm. the spookier season has begun. It's true. It is time. Like, we had a very unseasonable fall. Yes, we absolutely Like, unseasonably did. warm. It was great. I'm not complaining about it, but, like, it it was time for the 17... Like, but it was 17 degrees. I was complaining the other day to somebody about how it was 17 degrees on Sunday, and then, like, 10 days' time, it's going to be minus 15. <laughs> yeah. That's... I think that's the toughest part, is, the, like, the extremes. But... We, yeah, we've had it a little bit longer than you have in term like, we had that big snow dump about two weeks ago, and it's been chilly since then, so, like, not all my snow melted before it started again, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw your little videos today of your child uh, sliding down the hill in your backyard. Oh, yeah, I had a heck of a time hitting trees, falling yeah. out, face plants. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was fantastic. Good. 
That's, uh, you know what? If you can't fall out of a sled and faceplant when you're 18 months old, like, what are you even doing with your life? Oh, totally. Like, that's really the, really the question. Risky play. It's what we engage in over here at our house. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, no, it's good. I'm actually happy that the winter-ish is coming. It's time for some, uh, it's time for that, I think, for a while. It's time for some seasonal weather. Well, yeah, and also, like, we need some moisture. It's been quite dry. Yeah. So it would be good to get some, yeah, if we just need some of that, because it's been very dry, so it would be nice that in the springtime that we have, like, a decently, a decent spring in that respect, so might as well start now before the ground is fully frozen, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, not looking forward to the drive to school tomorrow. I think it's going to be a nightmare, but uh, that's okay. I Let's think give yourself lots of time. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do. Usually I leave at 8.10. I will plan to leave at 7.45 and see what happens. <laughs> I, Megan, adore you. I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to do my best. Um, it, it will mean that like I'm going to have to go to bed as soon as we're done with this so that I can like get to sleep at a reasonable time so I can get up early enough to like do that, but I'm going to try. Okay, well, let's move on. Are you ready? Yeah. Would you rather vomit on your <laughs> hero or have your hero vomit on you? Uh, option three, die. <laughs> That's not how would you rather's work, Megan. It's how would you rather's work in my... If we... Hey, we broke the rules on the FMKs. If we can kill everybody, I can choose to die in a would you rather. Okay, there's a silent third option of die... <laughs> Always. Okay. <laughs> but let's it, move beyond it. <laughs> oh, I, oh, no, I I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know. That's all. Because then I would be mortified. I mean, I, I guess... Mm, I guess I would rather not vomit on someone. Just in general. Yeah. Um... But I also think maybe I would rather they vomit on me because I don't want to be remembered as the person who vomit. You know what I mean? Yes. I would rather be the one remembering that somebody threw up on me rather than the other way around. Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. As someone who's been puked on a million times in the last 18 months, I much prefer that rather than any other time I've ever puked. Okay. That's fair. Puking is the worst. It really is. Just thinking about it makes me want to throw up a little bit right now. And Megan, I did it every day for nine months. Every day. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. Um, I'm glad people choose to go through that because it keeps me employed, but like at what cost? (laughs) Number two. (laughs) Would you rather be royalty 1,000 years ago or an average person today? Well, obviously, my life right now is pretty great, so I'm going to go with average person today. Fuck yeah. Indoor plumbing? Are you shitting me? <laughs> yeah, the, no, I wouldn't want to be royalty in any... No, no. I wouldn't want to be royalty literally at any time, because I think now the scrutiny is would be far more than I could handle. But, like, yeah, being able to just, like, do things without being recognized and also indoor plumbing, let's make it happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'm even, like, thinking about outside, like, we've got pretty fucking reliable heating right now, too. I'm 
totally mm-hmm. protected from the weather right now. Not that that didn't happen a thousand years ago, but it sounds like it's fucking better now. Yeah, but, like, a lot less dangerous now, I think. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Are you ready for number three? Uh, can, can anyone ever be ready for a third would you rather? I don't know. Let's hear it. Oh, man. I've got, I've got two good ones here that I can't choose between. Would you rather have a full phone battery or a full gas tank? Full phone battery? Because then if I run out of gas, I can call somebody. Oh, I choose full gas tank 24-7. But, like, but it doesn't say, like, is the gas tank three quarters full? Like, that's fine. You know, if it's, like, running on empty and I have to, like, okay, click, if you want gas, you have to drain your phone. I'm like, okay, fine, I guess that's what we're going to do. But if it's just, like, the gas tank isn't full, that's fine. There's a long way between full and empty. That's all I'm saying. Yes, that's true. But I'd rather never have to think about it ever. Is how I'm feeling. Especially because my registration expired yesterday and remembered to do it today. (laughs) The the less things I have to remember is better for everybody. I did the same thing. Mine expired at the end of September and I went on October 1st uh, and was like, please don't get an accident between now and then. Did you know you can do it (laughs) online, Megan? I did know I could do it online, except I had to set up the auto renew. It was, you can't, I don't think, I didn't know if you could do it after it expired. So anyway, I set up auto renew with AMA. So they'll just email me and tell me that they're going to charge me. And that's all I need. Okay. Well, there you go. That's all you need. Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? Paper cut. Really? Every yeah. time you turn a page? Yeah. What? I would make, yeah, paper cut. Every time? Yeah. Talk me through this. <laughs> so, okay. Loophole. I can do all my reading on an e-reader if I really wanted to. So, like, I could minimize my page turning considerably if I really had to. Um, biting your tongue every time would hurt so much and there would be the point that like your tongue would be so swollen you wouldn't be able to eat anything. Oh God. Right. Like if you like, that's what I'm like, that's the kind of like, like, that's what I'm thinking about. It's not just like a little, I'm thinking like you're going to bite your tongue and you're going to keep biting it until like it's so swollen that you can't eat anything. Ugh. And I feel like that is worse than getting a paper cut every time you turn a page. Yeah, I guess the ebook really changes things, doesn't it? Yeah, like even the textbooks that I use at school, I have digital copies of all of them. I don't need to turn no pages. <laughs> Look at you in the future. Just saying. I'm just living out here in the year 3000. Um, yeah, no, I, I, think, I think I'd have to go with paper. Yeah, the paper cut. All right. Would you rather Danny DeVito or Danny Trejo play you in a movie? Danny DeVito, obviously. Hysterical. He's the polar opposite of you, Megan. In every possible way. That's why it would be so funny. It would be like me being cast in a movie where all of the characters were Muppets except for one. Um, (laughs) It would be the same thing. (laughs) 
cute. That's so true. Oh, God. Yeah, I think Danny you? DeVito's the only answer. In terms of just pure... I think pure comedy reasons, yes. But also pure just, like, beloved reasons. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. He's always going to be amazing. You can't hide his light under a bushel or whatever the fuck they're saying. Um, no, he would, he would be, he would just be very funny, I think. Yes, absolutely. Did you hear that he, <laughs> he said publicly that if um, Disney doesn't cast him to be Phil in the live action Hercules and they have something like hair on their ass or something like that. No. Yeah. But I mean, yes, I agree. Totally agree. And it's like oh, his age funny. now makes it even better, I think, than say 10 or 15 years ago when it first came out. But God would kill for that. Um, uh, do you want me to keep going? I don't know how well this bit is going over. We could do two more. Let's do two more. Two more. Some of these are so bad that they're like, ugh, who would even, who would even fucking choose it? You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, there's the four Chris's here in one. Chris Pine. Yes, that's the answer. We had, while you're thinking of trying to find one, we, at the wedding that I was at in September, one that was one of the things that they did on, at the tables was there was like, would you rather's in the, in the little cup. But it was funny because the people that I was sitting with, the people that I knew. So like, it got intense in a weird way. Because, you know, instead of, like, awkward getting to know you stuff, it was, like, no, yeah, you're wrong and this, and this is why, is why it's stupid. stupid and also you are <laughs> stupid. Yeah. God, sorry. I still like, I still like the question about would you rather fight, like, a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Like, that got into it. That was, a like, a heated question. debate. I don't remember what we decided on, but we it was a heated debate at the table. We've talked about that one, I feel like, a few times. Well, and one of the one of the points that was brought up was that the duck-sized horses, despite being duck-sized, have four hooves. And they could, like, Sure, but I take out one you. leg and it's fucking useless. Yeah, but there's oh, still 99 right. of them. Well... Whereas, like, the horse-sized duck... But I'm thinking you know? here, like... Mm, how much pain could that really... Like, how much force could they really do when they're that small? You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's the law of, like, small numbers, right? Like, everything's proportioned down. Well... Sure, but if but what if am I saying? Like, My toddler a, fucking bites me every day and hurts his shit. What am I even person. saying? <laughs> but I was just gonna say, like, we think of what a goose can do to a person, right? And but then if you take like a duck, but with like something the size of the duck that oh. has that kind of bite strength, but with like a horse's teeth in it, 
I feel like they could be biting your ankles. Like I think I think you want to just way bite you the duck said horses instead of all teeth. Of the miniature horses. <laughs> so, so upsetting. <laughs> God, I really don't think about how horse have like just full on teeth in there. <laughs> Sorry. God, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking horse-sized duck. I don't know, is the way, man. I don't think go I'm ever going to have the right answer for it. Oh, God, I'm still looking for two good ones. This is just not working out for me. <laughs> well, Wildcats is doing that. Um... It was Halloween yesterday, so today's November the 1st, and uh, at my mom and dad's house, I was over there for a little bit. Um, they didn't have very many trick-or-treaters, I only saw about half of them, because then I went to get some groceries and then came home. But one of the trick-or-treaters that they had at their house uh, was one of the neighbor kids, and he was about 15 months old, and uh, he was a dinosaur, and he was a little bit shy. But then he decided that so every question that he was asked, he was just going to roar in response. Um, <laughs> so instead of... Instead of saying trick or treat, just roared. Um, instead of saying thank you, he just roared. And then my mom and dad have a really long front step. And so when he got to the end of the step, he turned around. Um, and his mom had, you know, said to him, like, you know, say goodbye or whatever. And he turned around and he sense. waved and he just roared. And it was very funny. Yeah, I it was good. That. It was it was very Kids well are done. so good like, for doing real that. commitment to the bit. Like, they, they don't have really a sense of shame at that age. <laughs> they really are. No, not at all. And he's just like, and it was cute. Like, I don't know. It was just one of those things. It was very funny. If people had been more on the ball, I'm sure somebody would have filmed it and like put it on the internet. But great, like, we just laughed at it, had a good little chuckle, and that was the end. That. And it was very nice. Yeah, not my best Halloween memory from their house. My best Halloween memory from their house was like in university. Uh, and they were out. I think they'd gone to a hockey game or something. I don't know. Anyway. And so I was responsible uh, for hunting out the the candy, and uh, one of my friends had come over, <laughs> and this child like biffed it off the end of the step, because they got excited, <laughs> and it was like a little kid. He was like three maybe, and it just like <gasps> fell, rolled, got up. They're and was just like, oh, okay. made of rubber. It's so <laughs> it unbelievable. Like the funny. amount of times my kid hits his fucking head every day, and just like gets on with it, and I hit my foot into the corner of the baseboards and I for sure thought this is it <laughs> this is it for me this is it <laughs> this will be the one that takes me down this is it huh. I'm still here <laughs> and yet you're still here but seriously after in, put your foot in a cast yeah after and, learning uh... everything just falls apart <laughs> And it might need to be amputated. Oh, would you rather never age physically or never oh, age so mentally? So true. But it doesn't say, like, what mentally. that means. Does that mean you peak at 20 mentally? I would like... No, I'm I'm where I'm at now. I If I, like, if, if that means that... I think what it means by aging, I feel like that means that you're not declining because that's what happens right that's my interpretation 
if I could stay where I'm at and not have that like mental decline, I would be very happy with that. Oh. Oh God, this just sounds fucking awful. Would you rather work alongside Dwight Schrute or Homer Simpson? Am I working in direct competition Just with says Dwight? Because if that's the case, Homer. If if I'm working in the same like office as Dwight, but like we're doing I don't different know. things, Dwight's got, Dwight would be fine. Dwight's got the vibe where he gets himself into fucking everything, regardless of whether you want him to or not. It's true. He does. Um, the, the thing, so speaking of Homer Simpson, I'm going to just go off on a tangent here. I saw a tweet about two weeks ago and it was very, very funny. And somebody who's much younger than both of us was talking about how impossible it seemed that Homer Simpson was able to like own a house and was have it a wife Frank that fucking work Grimes? and have three kids and a car and all that stuff. Because that's what he says a, in that episode. <laughs> No, it was on on this. No, no, it wasn't Frank Grimes, but it was it was just really funny. And then somebody was else was like, yeah, yeah he, had, he a had a union, union job, job. thirty three years ago. Like, oh, that's very good. But it was just, yeah. And since the Simpsons never aged, everything's the same in Springfield. But yeah, it was just really funny. Like there was all this discourse about it. And then it was just funny. Someone was like, no, it's because he belonged to a union. Like, that's literally yeah, how that's possible. Union. But that, <laughs> it's like, funny yeah, to me how that's correct. that's literally the exact complaints that makes Frank Grimes have his fucking freak out in that episode. And then die. Like, so mm-hmm. fucking funny. Was mm-hmm. the person who was significantly mm-hmm. younger than us Avery? <laughs> so... Sp- <laughs> No, it was not Avery. Uh, it was not 12-year-old Avery. It was uh, somebody, some stranger on the internet who just, like, showed up in my timeline. Fun fact, though. Okay, so speaking of discourse, I know you're very extremely not on Twitter anymore, and that's fine. Um, since Elon Musk bought the thing, everything, everyone seems to think everything's terrible, and I just find that people are dumber now somehow. Um, but this morning, this morning, I saw a tweet from yesterday, I think it was that somebody who's like 22 and i think this is part of the problem basically said that we shouldn't make like rag on people who don't know how to cook because learning how to cook is a privilege what anyway it turned into this like big big thing and then she eventually deleted the tweet because people were like no you're a fucking idiot so, yes, this would today, the, like, there's somebody tweeted something a long time ago about how, like, the goal on Twitter is to not be the main character on any given day. Oh, and no, she was definitely that's the main so true. And like, hour today. Um, and it was so funny because, like, I read this and I read the whole thread and I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, yeah, learning how to cook. Like, cooking with fancy stuff and gourmet ingredients and that kind of stuff absolutely is a privilege. Yes. You can't, like, to have the best, like, top-of-the-line stuff and to be able to buy, like, expensive ingredients and stuff, that is absolutely a privilege. No. Learning how to boil water and throw some pasta in it and heat up some sauce, not a privilege. (laughs) Like, that's, like, I work with a person 
who, by his own admission, <laughs> cannot cook at all. And he still brings lunch a couple times a week that he makes for himself and, like, hasn't died yet. So, like, yes, even though he absolutely. can't cook... There's nothing privileged still about managing, to, managing survive. to survive. And so, my argument... No, my argument was essentially that, like, cooking no. for sustenance and survival is not privileged in any way, yes, shape, or form. it's an essential skill. Because but that's, there's how, also that's how we got to where we are. A vast disparity in tools, method, cuisine, like, yeah, access to ingredients, right? Like, there's, there's that that exists. And I think that's probably what the person was in a very wrong... <laughs> Yeah, it was very, it was like a very, very obtuse. And it was just so funny because it was like, you know, some people never learned how to cook because they had caregivers who didn't teach them. And blah, blah. I was like, my mom did not yeah. teach me how to cook. My dad didn't cook and my mom did not teach me. I took foods in grade eight and then like yes, started messing totally. around in the kitchen. Um, but then someone else was like, I learned how to cook because I had parents who didn't. And it was just, it was, oh, it was such a fascinating, such a fascinating little bit of discourse uh today um and that discourse with a capital d i think that's really important is that we make sure that everyone knows that whenever i talk about discourse capital d um there was also something a couple weeks ago about yeah uh how people people were complaining about their like instacart shoppers no replacing boy. things that didn't need to be replaced in their orders and people were like well then go to the grocery store yourself and that turned into a whole thing uh, people are like, well, I can't go to the grocery store. And, like, I get it. There's reasons why people can't do stuff. I understand that. But it's just like, okay, but then if yes, you are, absolutely. If you are Especially relying on someone else to the, do the job, then you have to accept that the, the job's not going to be done exactly the way you want it. In the infinite choice that exists inside a grocery done. store. At all times. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, it was, yeah, so then I saw this tweet today, which kind of summed it all up. It's like, the opinions on here regarding eating have been incredible to see. First, it's like, very problematic of you to tell oh me to God. go to the grocery store. And now we're at, it's pretty evil to expect adults to know so how to cook. So, for... Can't wait to get um, to, don't tell me to wash dishes. Person who tweeted... Uh, that'll like, be like next week sometime, I'm sure. Whatever. Um, what, did they try to defend this statement at all? Oh, they just doubled down and, and, and kept going. And unfortunately, then they deleted all the tweets because they were getting attacked, um, which is un the unfortunate part about the Twitter. But basically, the thread was just like, it's a privilege to know to have these this like basic skill set, uh, because not everybody had, you know, influences in their life that could show them how to do these things. And it's like, OK, and yeah, and then it was just going on try? and on. Like, not everyone has the time to cook. And, blah, and I was like, yes, but. At some or point read, time, or watch, or how the fuck do you get by? And, and find someone maybe who does know and, and ask, like, I don't, you know, I, ask for some help. It's like, no one taught me how to sew, and yet I fucking made my son's Halloween costume mm -hmm. this year. Like, no, it looked like utter shit, and it pretty much fell apart while he was wearing it, but, like, 
Hot damn, that's impressive. Thank you. Sorry, thank you. No one needed to know that you could have just said thank you. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> the, yeah, I don't, I don't no, understand. No, but that. but you did it. Like, like you you figured out what to do and did it. There's a weird vibe that seems to show up on Twitter where it's like, no one taught me how to do this, and so I'll never do it. It's like, oh my gosh, what kind of life did you have where you have, it's not even a lack of resiliency, it's just a lack Mm -hmm. of know-how. You know what I mean? It's a, maybe it's adaptability, I don't know, but it's just like, oh man and like Mm -hmm. learn try and it sucks that that was coming from someone who is ostensibly an adult already but it sounded like they were just mad that they no one did it for them Mm -hmm. or something yeah so then yesterday on halloween there was a tweet which i will never be able to find but it was along the lines of Uh, Something we don't talk about enough is how Halloween costumes are stressful for people with ADHD. Kelsey? Then don't. When I tell you that I just about flipped my fucking desk when I read that. I, right? I, like, I just, oh. So I've had this conversation in one of my group chats uh, more than once about this, like, weird oh it's all over tiktok it's all over tiktok people self-diagnosing with adhd because of something they read on the internet or saw on the internet or like watched on tiktok or whatever and like sometimes some of those things yep that people say are like symptoms of adhd or markers of adhd are also just annoyances for literally everybody like yeah, there are I'm, there are some things that I think are much more prevalent for people who with ADHD. I get that, but like, yeah, if you don't like the Halloween costumes, just like don't yeah. fucking wear one. The one that really gets me is when it's when you read about how people with ADHD uh, don't have object yeah. permanence. It's like I'm not a fucking baby. Like, babies don't have object permanence, but like adults with ADHD do have object permanence. It's just that I think sometimes they get so overwhelmed with all of the things going on that they forget about the things Mm -hmm. that they need to do. It has nothing to do with permanence. It has to do with their brain, like either hyper fixating or not fixating on anything and nothing to do with like being a baby. Cause that's sort of the way that it sounds like, Oh, people with ADHD, if you don't hear from them, it's because they, if you don't text them, they won't remember you exist. No, they remember you exist and they feel cripplingly bad about not having texted you back in three and a half months, but now they don't know what to do because it's been three and a half months. So if you're curious, just send them a text. But like, there's this been this very, I've seen the last like six, six, this, this like huge sort of influx of what somebody yesterday called ADHD influencers. Um, I, yeah, so one of the comments then on this one yes. about Halloween costumes from the replies was, like, something we don't talk enough about yes. is how bad ADHD influencers yeah, are there's for a people weird... with ADHD. And I was like, oh, let's talk more about that There's one. a weird desire to self-diagnose for ADHD, and this might be controversial because I think it's seen as, like, 
mental illness light. You know what I mean? People who don't have it perceive it as a catch-all excuse for behavior. Yes. This is going to get me into so much trouble. That is caused by capitalistic society of like gotta be on everything all the time gotta see everything all the time gotta be busy all the time gotta be totally connected 24 7 and our fucking brains cannot handle that and so i think you see this draw Mm -hmm. to these sort of Mm -hmm. catch-all influencers or I see a lot neurodivergent influencers who are putting ADHD into neurodivergence, which I don't think is quite right, but I absolutely am not Mm -hmm. an expert. But I also see it as people's excuse for shitty behavior that they just don't want to own up to, which is really annoying too. It's like, I don't know. There's a few mm-hmm. people in my life, mine included, where, or myself included, where it's just like, I don't have the capacity mm-hmm. to keep up all the time. I sometimes don't reply, even though I've read it. And it's just like, everyone needs to cut themselves a fucking break, you know? But also, if it's someone important to you, you need to pay attention. And not use all these things as excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird double-edged sword of like, you need to try, but mm-hmm. you also need to cut the people around you slack. Oh, you need to try. I agree. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like there comes a point where mm-hmm. you can't. So a couple of weeks ago I had said something and, and one of the guys that I'm friends with on Twitter, he totally, does have ADHD. Totally. It's like they're incapable of doing he hates How it's like almost infantilized. Because like, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm a 40 year old man. Like I don't need to be treated with kid gloves yeah. because I have ADHD. He's like, yeah, I take my medication. Sometimes it fucking sucks. And yeah. sometimes it's really hard to like have a normal day. Because the medication, you know, it works, but it doesn't work as well as I want it to or whatever, right? He's like, but, like, don't, he's like, but but to be treated, like, it's just, like, this weird, quirky thing does exactly. not do it any, does not do anybody any favors because it's not a weird, quirky thing. Like, it is something fucked up in your mm-hmm. brain chemistry that leads you to behave in particular ways. And it manifests and itself you know so I differently bet he has really in different people. Tried and, true and I think that's like the other really important thing is that what it looks like in one person isn't what it's going to look like in somebody day else. To function and not have those things just be reasons for him not being able to live. Right? Like, it's, yeah. It's really frustrating to hear that. And especially the infantilization mm-hmm. that comes with it of like, yeah, that seems to be a weird, a, a weird draw for people to, to be infantilized. And like, I've got a generalized anxiety disorder. I've taken medication for nearly five years. It is. It's for very it. bizarre. Like, I, I'm not speaking from someone who has a normal brain, although I don't know if a normal brain exists, but that doesn't mean that it 
is a catch-all for all of my weird personality disorders and things and my coping strategies and things that I do because of nature or nurture or society's expectations of me or like all these fucking things that make up who we are are not like can't just be blamed on ADHD on anxiety disorders on depression depression and it's just like yeah it's it's really frustrating to see those on TikTok or reels where it's like blah 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 you might have ADHD it's like actually no those things just fucking suck I don't like it when I have wet socks either. (laughs) Who does? Mm -hmm. No, who does? Oh my God. Wet socks. That, oh, that sounds terrible having wet socks. But like, yeah, it's a very bizarre sort of thing. And it's just, yes. this, this idea and it's that, like, like those, those reasons are so have, varied almost, and so complex like that it's like, why do you need the reason anyway? The way that you do. You're just you. Like you... Mm-hmm. Like, well, and that, yeah. So like I, uh, finished a paper for my course, like at the end of September, um, it does. It, it was really makes September me 30th. mad. I finished it on September 30th. I wrote most of it on September 30th. Who am I kidding? Um, which I know stresses you out. Like, just knowing how I do my work, it, like, knowing how I work, I know it makes you, like, it, it makes you anxious. And I know you hate it. And I got and that made me even more mad. She was like, it was very well edited. And I'm like, no, I didn't edit a single sentence. <laughs> But, like, that's just always how I've been able to do things, right? Like, it's got me, it got me to university through two undergrad degrees and a, and a, a master's and a half of another master's. So, like, I feel like I'm doing okay. But then, that was on the Friday. And I didn't have to work on that Friday. That was the end of September on the Truth and yeah. Reconciliation Day. So, I wrote my paper. And then I had two days off. And the Saturday, I don't think I spoke to a soul. I texted my mom because she wanted to make sure that I had finished. And I was talking to a couple other people. They, like, checked in, basically, to make sure that I was doing okay. And, uh, because everyone knows that I was, like, losing my mind a little bit. But I was exhausted. I was, like, mentally just absolutely spent. And so I didn't talk to anyone for, like, the whole day Saturday. And I think I went to my parents' house for dinner on the Sunday. And that was it. But, like, that was my way to recover from that, like, very intense kind of thing. And then when I got to work on Monday, uh, somebody commented. They were like, oh, you are pretty quiet this weekend. And I was like, yeah, I was. And I didn't have to explain it. I didn't have to, like, I didn't feel the need to explain it. I was like, yeah, I just needed a quiet weekend. Um, and that was it. And that was fine. I got out, took some pictures, kind of cleared my head, and everything was great. Uh, and then, like, my world fell apart the next week. So, like, that was a different thing. But, like, that weekend, I didn't feel the need to have yeah. to explain to anybody what, and my, that's fine. what my behavior was or wasn't. Because was I ignoring people? Absolutely. And that's totally fine. Like, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying um, about, like... But I did it because I needed this... to. Yeah. I think social media does not help with this, which is why I really scaled back. But this this constant need to be connected is so, so upsetting. And, like, having to be on top of all these things. Remember my husband told me something about on the news the other day? He's like, you didn't hear about that? I was like, no, Chris. No, I didn't. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm so overwhelmed day to day in the very small sphere that... I inhabit that, no, I don't keep up on news from XYZ country. Like, there's no fucking way. And 
our, the expectation that we do that is ridiculous. And then add in all your interpersonal relationships that come with this emotional labor. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow, everybody, we need to take breaks and have those breaks be like accepted by the people around you. And I'm really glad that you got to take that break after. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely needed it. Like it was nice to, it was nice to have that like quiet time where I didn't feel the the need to like be on. Um, but also I didn't have to explain it, and I think that's the most important part is I didn't have to like say I did. There was no re- no yeah. need for me to like be like okay, I'm gonna take a little break. From-. No, I was just like I won't be around for a while. Like totally. I'm just gonna do and this it's thing. really, it's really and funny to see come, people. I will come back when I like- when I feel like I'm ready those announcements that they'll put on like Twitter or Instagram where it's like take a break from social media if you need me text me it's like okay <laughs> what do you want me to do with that information I don't need you on Instagram mm-hmm. either <laughs> you know what I mean like <laughs> yes yes I've done it a couple times. There was a time in January where I was like, I did that. And I was, I don't know, I went off sort of for like about mm-hmm. I don't know, 10 days or whatever. And I was just like, I need a break. Yes. I'm fine, but I need a break. Because mostly it was, I'm okay, but I don't need people checking in. Because yeah. that's not what I wanted. So I wanted, because I know I'm, I have enough of a presence that I know if I, if I, like, people will be like, hey, where are you? And so I was just like, I'm good. I'm just... I'll be back in a bit. And then only like two or three people Mm -hmm. in the time that I was away had actually bothered to check because everybody else was like, oh, she's just telling us that she'll be back. And that was fine because like, yeah, the one thing that I hate is when people are like doing And I don't really have an answer for when you ask, Well, there's a reason that I'm not out there. I don't need you asking because I... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like that was kind of a, yeah, it was, so it was interesting that that happened. And I'm going to talk about this very, very briefly. Um, you already know about this. We've talked about this. Um, October was a really terrible month for me. Uh, one of my students passed away right at the beginning of the month. Um, and it was a very difficult, very, very difficult thing. Um, because there's no amount of like training or, preparation that you can do to like know what to do to deal with that there isn't a single thing to like make that easier or better or whatever um it was terrible it was it was awful the worst part of my teaching career was the day after we found out that the staff had found out about it um the admin came into my classroom the class that the student was in to let them know what had happened and some of the people in that class were friends with the student and hadn't found out yet. And that's how they found out. And it was just like, it was devastating. It was, it was the, the worst thing that I've ever been a part of. And the weirdest thing about that week, I felt obligated as a, as a teacher mm-hmm. um, and as a caregiver, cause I'm, that's the kind of person that I am um, to be around in class for that particular class. And there were class in the morning. Uh, and so I was there every day and just kind of like doing my thing and it was fine. Like it worked out fine. But then I took the Friday afternoon off 
and that was before Thanksgiving. And then I took the Tuesday after Thanksgiving off. Yeah. And then I got back to school on the Wednesday. And I honestly felt by, like, lunchtime that I had been waterboarded. Like, I was so overwhelmed. I was like, yeah, clearly mm-hmm. we're not we're not in a good headspace. So I worked through that week. And then on Friday at lunch, I made the decision. I was like, I'm going to take Monday and Tuesday off. So I made my sub plans on the Friday. And then I did all of yeah. my stuff on Saturday, Sunday, errands, groceries, laundry, all that kind of stuff. So that Monday and Tuesday, I could just, like, be at home and be quiet. And I read books. And I slept in. And I went out for a big, long walk. And I took some pictures. And... I went and had lunch with my parents one of the days and it was just like a really nice kind of reset. But that first week, stop I had it. so many people in my classroom, yeah. counselors and administrators, just like stopping by and checking in. And finally I had to be like, yeah. I need you guys to stop because I'm fine. Yes. But if you keep coming in and asking if I'm okay, I'm going to lose it. And I can't lose it for right now in front of these kids. And it was a very bizarre thing. And I think I think everyone was, like, very concerned that I was going to, like, drive my car off a bridge. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I yeah. just, I'm able to compartmentalize right now and I'm doing okay. I wasn't, but, like, outwardly I was fine. And that's all that mattered in that moment. And it was a very strange thing. Well, it's, I to imagine like it was strange, too, because that kind of attention not only... paid to me. And I was like, I'm fine, guys, I promise. It's... it's... It's a weird. It's a very. Bizarre. It's a weird combo of things because not only are, I think the concerns coming from a place of. You know, personal care, but they're also coming from a place of, like a challenge to your, leadership. You know what I mean, and, and the check in like, are you okay? Is never the question that needs to be asked. Mm-hmm. What needs to be asked is, how can I help? Or, if I did this X thing, would that help you right now? The are you okay is such a mm-hmm. loaded question because it's like, do you actually want the answer? Because the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So why are you here asking that question? <laughs> Well, and that's finally one of our APs uh, asked me in the, we have like an atrium in our school and she asked me, she's like, I'm going to ask you again and you can answer this honestly. She's like, are you doing okay? And I was like, Mm -hmm. sort of. I'm like, I have two answers for this. Immediately right now. Yeah, I'm fine. Like I'm here, whatever. And I was like, but one of my students died and that's so fucked up. Yes, Absolutely. And like, and I'm tr- I'm in a space where I'm like trying to deal with both of those things at the same time. That like I have a job to do, and I'm here, and I got other kids to worry about, and I got kids in that class to worry about, and I got all this stuff going on. But also like, there's an empty desk in my classroom, and I've got work yeah, of hers that I never returned, and like you know, like all that kind of stuff. Line, I'm just like, right? like it comes it's a bizarre and goes, thing. and it's it's a constant challenge as to how to deal with it and it's just it's always there right and that's it's such a challenging thing and honestly I know you said Mm -hmm. that you know people were worried like am I gonna drive my car off a bridge when you told me that I had no concerns you were ever gonna drive your car off a bridge 
I know exactly that you would do up to your limit as to what you could do with those kids. And then as soon as you're at that limit, you would say, no, I need to take some time. And when you told me you're taking those two days, I was like, fucking right you are. Yep. Well, yeah, and I mean, and it it took some convincing. Uh, I was going to just take the one day, and then uh, one of my friends is like, who is not a teacher, was like, it strikes me that making subplans for two (laughs) days is probably not twice as much work as making subplans for one day. And I was like, you son of a bitch, you're right. The best. (laughs) So I, like, I was fine, and I got a sub in who was an English teacher um, who was able to who was just able to carry on with my grade 12s uh, and do Othello with them. So I didn't have to like leave plans. I was like, this is where we're at. Do what you got to do. And that made my life a lot easier because I didn't have to like lay out a plan. And then I invented a project that's like an ongoing project that my kids in my social class will be able to do basically from then until the end of the semester. Under all this grief and challenge Um, and and working with kids and wanting to be there so that's really great. You come up with this fucking boss project. It's unbelievable what you can handle on a daily basis, and it blows my mind every day. Well, I feel like I appreciate that. I feel like this project I could probably use until I retire, unless they change the curriculum, um, because it's that good. Um, And it's nice because it's ongoing. It's in seven parts, and I can, like... There's different intervals in the course that I can be like, yeah, here's where we'll do this part and this part and this part and this part. Um, and so then okay, that way it's will. something that like once we finished like a section of the course, like, okay, I'm going to give you a day or day and a half to work on like this part mm-hmm. of this project. And then, yeah. So like, that's kind of nice too. And so that, it, but it also yeah, meant I had nothing to mark I mean. like, for missing those two days. Just, um, so I could come back on the Wednesday and not really feel like to show, all of a sudden I super overwhelmed. Your caretaker personality that you said because not only are you making sure that your kids are doing something they're just not doing shit they're actually working on something that's relevant to them to the course it gives your sub something to do you're taking care of them even though he's an absolute boss and could do whatever he wanted to because he's a legend and then you're fucking taking care of yourself because guess what you're not marking when you come back like it's incredible it's incredible to me you're Mm -hmm. doing a wonderful job even under this truly, truly tragic circumstances. Kudos to you. Well, thank you. It was, uh, it it was, it was a rough month. It really, really was. And, uh, it was interesting, like, being around kids, um, and seeing it sort of, like, their ways of coping and expressions of grief and that sort of thing. And like, it was tough because everybody deals with stuff differently and you know, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll get through it. We'll muddle through. It's fine. It'll be okay. I mean, in the long run, right? Like it'll be fine. We'll be, we'll manage. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a, it's been a really rough school year anyway. Um, which I don't know if I've actually talked to you all that much about, but it, the month of October was absolutely terrible. Absolutely. And now, and you've got now, now it's over. It's November now. And I have a break starting on coming up in November uh, Saturday, too. So like you're really just excited about that. I think you're doing a wonderful job of taking care of yourself. And I, in terms of your like 
Mm-hmm. And knowing your needs for when you need to take a break. And I think you'd agree that you haven't always been the best at doing that and like putting your putting yourself first in that way. So it's 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 really good to hear. No, I've been real terrible at it. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, things are, things are like, you know, slowly looking up, which is, is good. And our football season is over because our team uh, played terrible in their playoff game. Ugh, and like, it sucked that they yeah, played terrible, but also it's over. Well, and I so now say, I'm like able you know, to leave school You're getting daylight, and, oh but you God, really are until this changing. point. <laughs> no, not really anymore, but it's like, it's, yeah. I mean, I could, I do, I don't have a class in the last block. But, like, even if I can get all my work done by, like, 4 o'clock and I can leave and oh just be God. done for the day. It absolutely And not is. have to think about what anything. A, and, oh, my God, it is, yeah. like, revolution. It's only been two days and I'm just like, yep, this is the is best thing that's leave. ever happened. Or at, at the end of normal working hours. Yes. Yeah. And just. Yeah. Instead of, like, getting home at 8 o'clock or 8.30 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, everything's great. Everything, everything's looking up. Um, but it's been, we were talking, you know, talking before about like the sort of explaining yourself and whatever. And it's interesting because I have some like people in my life who are very good and are still like on a regular basis checking in to make sure that like things are fine and I'm not just like pretending, um, which I do appreciate, um, because they're not doing it from a place of like false concern. It's like, it's, it's sincere and it's, and it's fine. But, um, yeah, just like, it's been interesting to see, like, it's been interesting to see how other people respond to that kind of stuff too. And like, like I, the people that I know who aren't teachers, like, I don't know how you were able to like go back and do your job after you found that yeah. out. And I was like, Especially I don't really know because, either. Like, you found um, I don't remember much about that day, like you but had like, to go back and, uh, I taught some stuff, you and know, teach immediately and not. And not just totally teach. A tell everybody because yeah. that was not your place to do so. And B act in an unprofessional manner. Like, yeah, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. I told my afternoon class, I was like, guys, I just got some, like, really bad news that I can't really share with you, but, like, I we're going to do this bit, and then you're going to work on this thing, and you're not going to give me any grief, because I don't, I can't today. And they were great. They were wonderful. So I was just, like, very transparent with them. And then the whole school, like, they found out there was an announcement from, you know, a couple days later, and everyone kind of knew it. But, like, it was just a way to, like, they were good. But, yeah, the fact that I, like, went back and taught and, like, kind of just compartmentalized and passed yeah, on, and I was like, okay, well, I guess yeah. this is what we're doing now. That's um, truly. And then I went home in my despair. I was like, thinking no, I about can't when anymore. I was teaching yeah. and I was way too emotionally attached to my students. And even if it was one, you know, that I didn't particularly have a connection with, I don't think I would have been able to get through that day. So, yeah, that's that's incredible. No, God, no, of course not. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, strongly don't recommend, you know, but, uh, no, <laughs> like not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Strongly don't recommend uh, that at all. But, uh, somebody else, and they got me thinking about like, like school and stuff. And one of my friends was like, 
it is insane to me that you can't just take a couple days off in a situation yeah. like this and not have to like make sub plans. I was like, yes, well. I mean, you have my job. to go as well, Megan. Yeah. You you said you were anyway, gonna leave um, at seven forty-five. <laughs> we okay. all heard it. <laughs> it's only nine thirty. I'll be up for like a solid two more hours. <laughs> yeah, but that's like. We did all hear it, and I'll yeah. put something it's, on the Twitter, and I'll be like, "Didn't I know happen," you but don't I'm going to do my very best because I feel be like feel think. like the roads are going to be a nightmare in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's not that I probably like I won't make it on time if I leave at like eight o'clock or whatever, but it's just that risk just feels. Yeah, it feels dumb. Like it's I'm looking oh, at our like weather here. It's supposed like to snow <laughs> basically nonstop until about five o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, but then it's gonna get cold. So I'm yeah. Part of my like fall break plans. I'm going out to I'm going to Victoria for a few days, and I was looking at the weather like for here for next weekend. I'm going leaving on yep. like Remembrance Day and coming back on the Monday and. It's not, I don't know, it's changed a little bit, but it's like, like Friday is a high of minus 11 and a low of minus 18. Yep. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not here for that right now. Uh, and and I was like, yeah, it, even if it's going to be pouring rain out yes, there, which I'm sure it will, it'll be better than here. have earned that break 10 times and over. That's, that's, that's what I'm holding on to. Yeah. And fun fact, I planned this trip long before any of this nonsense happened. So I was just like, I'm just going to go away for fall break for a few days. And then life fell apart. So like, it's going to feel even better. I know. We had this conversation earlier. I don't know. I don't have anything. Usually I've got nothing fun. Nothing new. I haven't watched anything new. And look at us go. Anything is possible, just like Kevin Garnett said that. And then we still talked for an hour and five minutes. Look at us go. Is it really? (laughs) Oh my god, too funny. That is like my second most used gift on GIF on Twitter. Is that? It's very funny. Yes. I'm just writing down all the things Whoa. we talked about um, now so I can write a Do summary when we get off of this and then uh, I'll be ready to be Usually done. we don't record this part. Um, <laughs> no, I think I'm okay. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just... No, I'll but just I'm just writing it down while, uh, while we're like getting ready to sign off, how... I guess, because then I can remember. Um, uh, it's yeah, not cool to put up Christmas decorations until Remembrance Day is over, so... That's just how I feel about that. I recently found out in the last month that my grandpa's dad ser- served in World War One, and I didn't know that. I agree. That's pretty neat. And Megan helped me find his personnel records, and that was cool, too. It's amazing what you can find out on the internet. TM Megan Fowler. It's amazing what you can find on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's how we do. Um, yeah, I agree with you about Christmas decorations. Uh, November 12th is the first possible day, as far as I'm concerned. 
Seriously, I went to Michael's um, three weeks ago. Which is why when I went to the grocery store yesterday, at and that was, time, like, Halloween was out, already fifty like, percent no, no, off, and there were already seven aisles of Christmas stuff. Why would it be fifty percent off three weeks before Halloween? That's absurd. That's insane. It's like. I know, but where where's your fucking profit margin? So then? they could get rid of it before Christmas, before Halloween, so they could get all the Christmas out. God. Oh well, all their stuff That's is super marked insane. up, so I like fifty percent markdown is probably only thirty percent by like what their actual profit margin is. That's true. Well, and if you're a person who's going to Michael's for, like, That's Halloween, true. like, decoration stuff or whatever because you're making things, you're probably going more than two weeks before anyway. Or three weeks before. So they'll make that more expensive. And then if you're trying to do something Yeah, all the it, good stuff's gone already. You know, you might. They'll, they'll knock it down, but then you're not going to have a lot Alrighty. of time. Are we ready to that, wrap right, it? So. Did you write your list? Yeah. Awesome. Well. That's probably all. Thanks. I never do this part. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Yes, I we wrote my list. I'm good. One day, one day, Megan, we you're going to wake up and the fucking website is going to be updated and you're going to be like, holy shit, Kelsey has ascended <laughs> into the heavens. In the meantime, don't fucking go there. <laughs> oh, and in the meantime, in the no, in the meantime, you can find us, you know, listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher and not Google Play. Um, and uh, we have an Instagram, which maybe we'll put something up about. Um, this won't be as as like um, yeah, that was jarring. Oh god, one, that was like I can't three remember what we ago, called girl. the episode, but we talked a lot about like like war memorials in Europe. Oh <laughs> my god, I'm gonna go back and find it. I do remember. But our that. episode Holy title was shit. like just so crass and just it was really really terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah, this You'll one won't be quite as jarring. Um, but yeah, we have a website. You can find us. Want. Just search for Garbage Fire Podcast <laughs> and all the places that you find content. You'll find us somewhere. Um, and we'll see you in the dumpster. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, and as always, uh, thank you so much for listening.